Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Welcome back. We are here not forcing anything, not giving space for the ego identity to come in and have its way with your consciousness. Yes, excuse me, you sir, you have your hand raised. Did you have a question? Yes, I have one question for you. What does such a small man need with such a large desk? Um, please escort him out. (laughs) Now is this is an episode about confidence. And what you're hearing from me is completely manufactured confidence. So, you know, we're right on par with what we're going to be talking about today because I have been in a crazy, crazy, low, anxious, horrible state, and I am manufacturing some confidence for this episode because I want to get this out for you all and talk about this. And, you know, plus, it just helps to talk about what's going on in your life and be real. So that's what's happening. And you might hear some faint music in the background. Yes, I have some meditation sounds playing in the background. And... You know, we're just going to roll with it because I like the idea of have so, having something calm to underscore this. So if you hear any weird jump cuts, you might hear where some of the edits are in this. And if we can pull it off without an edit, wonderful. But that's pretty difficult. Anyway, we're talking about confidence. And I thought I would start with the ultra-confident person, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold! There's a documentary, a three-part documentary on Netflix. And you may think what you want about Arnold, but it's definitely interesting to watch. And there's this one part where he goes into a producer's office who's trying to get him his first major role in Conan the Barbarian. And he goes in and he sees this little man smoking a cigar at a desk. And he's like... What does such a small man need with such a large desk? And this guy didn't like it, and he kicked him out. The meeting, I think, was like 30 seconds or something, and he vowed to not ever have Arnold work again. But the funny thing, and the thing that Arnold had in his back pocket was he'd already made millions of dollars, or he was a millionaire already, in the real estate market. So he talks about this being like, well, this was my confidence that I had in my back pocket, uh, was, which was like, I'm not going to let anybody you know, dictate when I work or how I work because I'm already going to make my money and then I'm going to just go out and do it my own way. Now, that's the first thing we're going to talk about today. How can you manufacture something like that in your life that gives you that confidence where you have like something to fall back on? 
It doesn't even have to be like a big job or something. It can just be a state of mind or a support group of friends or artists or something like that. Something that, you know, doesn't make you feel like, oh my God, if I don't get this one, you know, gig or if I don't get in this one gallery or if I don't sell to this one collector, then I'm never going to work again. I'm never going to show my work. I'm, I'm going to be done. Got to be done in this town, kid. See? Yeah. Well, that's not true. And if you have something like that, if you can build something like that to fall back on, it's going to make you even more confident in what you're doing. Um, for me, for example, I have some of that. I built some of that with just taking some of the power back and doing all my stuff online, getting a lot of online art marketplaces, making my way, paving my way in that way. My way in that way. I did it my way. So, yeah, I mean, that was something for me. I had a bunch of different avenues. It was like throwing a bunch of spaghetti at the wall and some of them were sticking. And I just developed relationships and I developed a bunch of these things where I was like, okay, if one of these isn't working, another one will work and so on and so forth. So that gave me kind of the confidence to keep going. Now, we can talk about confidence from another level. How do you get that, you know, confidence if you are in an anxious state? A lot of us are damaged artists, like I'm going through a really, really tough, dark time, and I'm not going to go into that right now. And you might not think it, or you might, it might not sound like it right now, but I'm definitely going through a very dark period. And it's one of those things where I'm trying to kind of, you know, fake it till you make it in this moment and manufacture some confidence to get through it. And you know, a lot of that also is, as I've discovered, sure, there's the conditioning, the childhood conditioning, the trauma, the stuff that's happened throughout life that, that you know, triggers you and gets you going. But there's also nutritional stuff. There's, uh, you know, your environment, people you're surrounding yourself with. Are you having hormonal imbalances? That's something that I've discovered with me. And I've just been kind of putting myself through a bunch of trials and being the guinea pig. And some stuff works, some stuff doesn't. Had a really rough weekend with uh, some stuff backfiring on me and threw me into a really big anxious, anxiety-ridden state. So, you know, do this. Take caution if you're going to do this in your own life. But And do your research. I've done a lot of research. Nothing I did was actually harmful. But... I've also been having some long COVID symptoms coming out of COVID and having some heart problems, heart palpitations, feeling like my chest is kind of tight, like I've run a marathon. So when I have anxiety, which I already do, it makes it worse. So we're trying to figure out ways to manufacture confidence and also, you know, get the nutrients we need and the things that we need to make ourselves stable, first of all, so we can have that confidence come from a good place, which is what I'm doing. So those are two things that we are talking about. Another one is an exercise where, honestly, it's something you can almost inoculate yourself. It's, it's something that I've done in the past. I'll give an example. I probably told it on the pod before, but bear with me. Uh, when I was quitting drinking, and I drank for many years, over a decade, and I loved it, and it was a crutch for me, and it was something that was self-medicating that helped me get through a lot of anxious times and, and some trauma and stuff. But how did I stop drinking eventually when I realized it was kind of holding me back and ruining my life? Well, one of the things that I did was I took the Princess Bride approach. Inconceivable! The part where he is up there and they're doing the duel to the death, well, the drink to the death, where he puts the cups out and he puts Iocane powder into one of the drinks and he kind of mix them up and tries to outwit the, the so-called quote-unquote smart guy. And 
the guy kind of overthinks it and says, I, I, you know, he picks his cup and he drinks from it and he laughs because he thinks he outwitted him because he switched the glasses when he had his head turned. And he's like, ha, 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 and he dies. Um, If anybody here, the 1% of you who haven't seen The Princess Bride, go out and check it out. I recommend it. But uh, spoiler alert, he, uh, our protagonist, had taken time over the years to slowly inoculate himself to Iocane powder. Now, I don't know why anybody would do this, but hey, for the sake of this story, it was interesting. So he would do little bits of it and he would build up his tolerance for it. So when he came to this duel, he he could poison both cups and it would kill the other person. So anyway, that was what happened. And that's kind of the approach I took to drinking, which was I just... Uh, I, I decided I'm not going to be one of these people who's just going to quit cold turkey, white knuckle it, and just be like, oh, and suffer through it and go to AA. That's great. Some people need that. Some people go through that and, they're very, and it works for them. It's very effective. For me, I knew it wasn't really my, my game, my bag. Not my bag, baby. So I decided to, I was working at a restaurant at the time. I was working at a gastropub, actually, and we were encouraged to drink on the shift and to sample beer and all that stuff. So that doesn't really work well when you've got a problem with drinking. So what I decided to do was I was going to still sample little bits, tiny bits, and I was going to test myself a little bit at a time. And I was going to, and of course I was doing work behind the scenes, like childhood regression and all this stuff and, you know, getting more rooted and all that stuff. But I decided I was going to sample stuff and then just continue working my shift. Just take a little sample here and there when they would put it out so we could talk about the beer And over time, it was very hard at the beginning, but over time I got to the place where I was like, yeah, you know what? I just don't need it. I don't want it. And now it's like eight or nine years later. And I have drank a couple times since then in my life, but I've never had a problem with it again. I I can even, if I want to, I can even have like a glass of wine or something. I just don't choose to anymore because I just know that it's not going to affect me in a positive way. And I'm not going to feel good afterwards. So that's something I did. Now, how does this apply to the art world? Well, you can inoculate yourself to some of these um, scary circumstances that you have playing in your head. Like, let's say you're worried about getting into a gallery. Um, You're worried about that. You have imposter syndrome, which a lot of us suffer with as artists, imposter syndrome. And one thing that's interesting, I heard this on a podcast. It was about like trauma and dealing with trauma. But you can use this for other scenarios too, difficult scenarios in your life you can basically sit there, you can record it on your phone or something, record the scenario that you're so terrified about and just record it in, in all detail, paint the picture, make it as you know terrifying as you want, and then just meditate to it. Sit down and replay this tape over and over in your head until it just loses its power. And pretty soon you're going to be able to be like, okay, well, you know, this doesn't affect me anymore. If you could really record like an actual scenario, like a hidden scenario where this actually happens, even better. But if you can't do that, obviously you don't want to record people without them knowing. You can just tell the story in your mind. It's almost like a reverse visualization. Typically you'd visualize something positive happening. Well, in this case, you visualize your worst case scenario and then you play it over and over again while you're meditating. And it kind of inoculates yourself to these scenarios. Um, the last one that I want to talk about, and I'm going to take a pause because I have been talking this whole time, hopefully no edit, and I'm going to take a pause to get a drink, and I'm going to come back in one second. All right, I'm back. 
The last part is kind of whatever works. It's a hodgepodge of things. I've talked about some of them before. If you don't have like a chemical imbalance, if you don't have something that you're working through that's like anxiety-based or trauma-based or something like that, that actually, or like a hormonal imbalance or some sort of nutrient imbalance in your body that you need to work with. If it's just something where you just have general anxiety or social anxiety, or you get in a situation and you feel a little bit you know, like, oh, I can't handle this. Well, you can just do some of these other things. You can do affirmations. You can do the high five in the mirror before you can go. One that's really powerful for me that I've talked about a lot is finding your kind of power animal, but in human form. I always talk about David Bowie being my power animal. I would think about it and kind of embody that. I would like really think about like an interview I've seen of his or a music video or a documentary I've seen of his. And I would just kind of embody that kind of energy from David Bowie and say, what would David Bowie do? So if you want to hear more about that, you can listen to my episode on what would David Bowie do? I think it's WWDBD. Yeah, (laughs) WWDBD. What would David Bowie do? But these things are all uh, extremely effective. You can also just really work on getting yourself around people who are very supportive and who, you know, can reinforce that what you're doing is good, that they've got your back. You can do like group things. Like maybe you go and you, you try to get into galleries as a group. You know, if it's, if pounding the pavement by yourself, like doing that in a solo way, which I've done in the past many times, it's scary. Sometimes that can build your confidence too, just doing it and pushing through these barriers. But if you can't do that and you need little baby steps to get in there, Let's just get a group together. Say, hey, we're going to have a group of three people. Um, it's like the mastermind group that, that's out there where you have a bunch of people and you talk about ideas. Well, instead of that, you could do that, but you could also build on it and say, we're going to be a mastermind group. We're going to talk about ideas. We're going to talk about strategies. And then we're going to pound the pavement together, bring our portfolios, go out there, strength in numbers type situation, a solidarity type situation. That is also uh, very effective and I think can be very empowering. So I don't want to go too long today, but I just wanted to talk about something real that is uh, happening and it's happening to all of us. And it's something that's, you know, affecting a lot of us right now, especially in this era where we're all bombarded by anxiety from social media, politics, stuff that's going on in the world, inflation, other, you know, fears from other artists and imposter syndrome, all that stuff that happens. This is a good way. And these are some good tactics you can use to build your confidence. So hopefully you liked this. I think I got through with, I think one edit or so. We're going to go back over it. I might edit some other parts out, but pretty good for not feeling very confident. I told myself, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to get it out there for you all today. And yeah, uh, hopefully there were some good nuggets in there. We will see you all next time. And in the meantime, be good to yourselves, be good to everybody else out there, stay creative, and we'll see you next time. I trust that you all are feeling very present now, rooted in the present moment. If you're not feeling present, just feel your hands and feel your breath and breathe together. For now, we are working together, Eckhart and I, as a stronger group, as a mastermind of sorts. Yes, it is true. We have found a good working environment where we are stronger together. That's right. Now get out from behind that large desk, you little man, and go out and achieve. Oh, boy. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. 
Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.